Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager, wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm-hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey guys, I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. What's, What's up, up everyone? everyone? Hello. What a day. What a week. What a life. What a day. What a dollar. What a afternoon scholar. <laughs> you really look so Well, that's because I am Professor Jerry today. Oh. <gasps> yeah. You did something that I didn't know before we... Are you going to tell me beforehand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because... We had You're going to be confused okay. <laughs> initially. Good. Well, we had something. I got to let you know, I didn't realize that I, w- I was a little bit of a control freak about my part of the podcast until you were like, I think we're going to switch it up. And initially, I'm like, cool. Yeah. And then as I'm getting ready, I'm like, what is she doing? What is this? <laughs> Do I need to have something else prepared? What if it, it is? Flops? What well, if it isn't something that, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean? And it's not, no, I no, fully no. trust you. I just didn't realize I had that part of me inside of me. I didn't give you a, a lot to go on and I didn't give you a, <laughs> anything with a lot of confidence behind it. So well, that's understandable. You said it could be nothing. It could be everything. I don't know. It could <laughs> it be like, 20 minutes. It could be three hours. Who knows? Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but it almost reminds me of us circa 2021, really, yeah. whenever we would make plans for a whole month. And then I'm like, just kidding. I think I'm going to switch it up. Well, that was when I was uh, yeah, ba- pregnant. Babies. Yeah. Yes, I was pregnant. Yes, yeah. you were pregnant. So, so you were just like, honestly, I don't fucking I care. give a shit. The fact that I even showed up. Honestly, yes. Sierra, good job for just showing up. Because there were so many days where yeah. I was like, I could die tonight. It was, I feel so sick. It was and- horrifying to have to sit here and like all of a sudden she'd just be like, I need a moment. <laughs> okay, we can keep going. I'm like, oh my God. 
I don't want to. I'm gonna have to cut that out. But like, they're gonna see my face is like grossed out at you and be confused. <laughs> but it was bad. Um. So okay. Honestly, no chit chat. We got to jump right in because Wait, I, do I feel chit chat. Well, fuck your chit chat. I don't know what to tell you. I feel like I don't have time for it. All right. No. You know go what? ahead. No. 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 Here's what I'll do. No, fuck it. Chit-chat. No, I'll send our chit chat to Patreon. Okay. We do have to record a Patreon episode. Yes. So if you want to hear chit chat, <laughs> I guess, because we're also going to play more of this couples game. Mm-hmm. It, you all really liked it, it turned out. We didn't know if yeah. it was going to be good or not. And it we was fun so for much, us too. Yeah. We got so many good things. So we're going to play a couple more good things. Yeah. <laughs> feedback is where I was looking. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got the words today. Don't worry. <laughs> I really appreciate it because honestly, my brain is fucking well. Okay. This is the only <laughs> amount of chit chat I'll do. I'm pretty sure I have a concussion <laughs> oh. because I did accidentally concuss myself um, on my own nightstand. Mm-hmm. I was it was pitch dark because my daughter sleeps in my room with me, so I you didn't want to wake what her up. Pitch dark is you know the pitch blackness. <laughs> so. There's pitch perfect and then there's pitch dark. Pitch perfectly dark. <laughs> I leaned down to try to get my phone charger. But I was standing, so I really uh, I overestimated where I was standing, and I went down at the ground so hard, because mm. I have to reach like kind of behind my bed, mm-hmm. and I just smacked my forehead <laughs> off of my wooden nightstand, like so hard that I was on the phone with Corey, because I was asking him to bring something up from downstairs. He heard it, and then immediately I, was, I went, I'm going to pass out, I'm going to pass out. <laughs> what i go i gotta lay down oh my god i'm gonna pass out he's like are you okay and i was like no so he came up to check on me and there was a bubble on my forehead that was just huge i would just like to say that's how i know that i have a higher pain tolerance than you because i did that on a metal bar and then i just kept it moving listen i was fine the pain didn't hurt me here's what happens though is that i have i think i have Pot. I think I have POTS and so many people oh, kind syndrome? of di- yeah, diagnosed me with it um, and the doctor even mentioned it but I have to do like the actual testing yeah, yeah. for it and so when things like that happen honestly don't freaking get too excited <laughs> because that happens when I'm up too high too well if I'm I on think, a ladder I'll feel that feeling I well. think that that means in like biologically <laughs> I have a higher pain tolerance because you are just built it softer that my <laughs> vagus vagal system or whatever my nerves yeah just stop and my vagal my vasovagal vagals just like shoot blood down to hey it's important to, to do feet. your vasovagals every day and, and i just try squeeze to and release squeeze and release <laughs> it don't work help for your me. pelvic floor anyway anyways okay go so tell me what you have this is what i have for you today i got up got into the bathtub was watching a little bit of youtube feeling sorry for myself and then i was watching this um Psychiatrist? I think she's a psychiatrist. Mm. It's not important because what she said is not anything that I'm going to talk about. But she said three words. Like, not simultaneously, because that would mean at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, consecutively. There it is. Three consecutive A words, okay? And my brain got to going, okay? okay? We jumped on a train, and the train left the station, and... It was not my fault. I didn't know where it was going to end up. And it turns out we're ending up here. Okay? okay. And this all happened this morning. This all happened this morning. Okay. So there's um, three A words. Okay. Okay. And I wrote it. So if it, if you, it sounds like I wrote a book report, it's because I did. Okay. I'm ready. I want to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> you really started like that? Yeah, I did. These three A words that are typically studied and observed through groups of people and how they can also manifest 
on a one-to-one level in interpersonal relationships. Okay. Not only does it help to have words to explain phenomenon that you experience, like with yourself and with in the world sure. that you engage with, but I also feel like when you make a connection between one thing that wasn't meant to be utilized for another thing, it, it helps. It helps you better understand. The world? The thing that you're experiencing. Okay. I feel like, I don't know if I'm I'm using descriptive enough words, but like, it's like the spoons theory. Where like, if you didn't have the spoons theory, like I don't have enough spoons, it takes me so many spoons to do X, Y, Z, and this person only takes this many spoons. Yes. That helps you understand why you don't have the same amount of energy as somebody else. Sure. So you wouldn't normally think talking about a number of spoons would help you understand... Uh, somebody with a your energy level yeah someone with a chronic illness but it does yeah so that's kind of what i want to talk about is there's these three a words that are typically discussed elsewhere that i think are going to connect to relationships okay so follow me if you will i'm working on this class is fucking in (laughs) session okay so (laughs) okay It also helps us make a connection between something we have or could experience and something we'll likely never have to experience. Okay. So unless we're a minority moving to another country or someone who is indigenous to a place that has experienced colonization to the point of cultural erasure, we probably wouldn't experience these three A words. Okay. I swear to God, I'm going to tell you what they are. I know. Big, heavy, scary stuff. But we're building bridges. Okay. Of understanding here. Okay. I'm trusting you. We're not as different as the media and society and people in power would like us to believe, okay? And being able to call these things by name and identify them in the wild is one of the first steps to dismantling oppressive systems on a societal level and on an individual level, okay? okay. Here are the three A words, ass, anal, and apple bottom jeans. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, hate you. I I just knew your brain was going to go away and I was going to need to bring you back. And you did. You got me. I'm here. Okay. All right. So, no, the first A word is acculturation. You, and you lost me almost immediately. <laughs> I know, I know. I know ass was going to keep you here, yeah. but the ass always does keep it you here. Does. Acculturation, okay? Okay. So acculturation is the process through which a person or group from one culture comes to adopt the practices and values of another. Okay. While still retaining their own distinct culture. This can happen as a result of in-person contact or through media, art, and literature. So let's say that I move to... Where am I going to move? India. Okay. Okay. So let's say that when I go there, I start to learn the language. I start to um, eat some of the food that they're eating. I start to follow some of the daily practices. Sure. But I, I still, honestly, can you, you can't take the white out of me, no, I you, guess. And that, it's incredibly white. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so acculturation is kind of just like adapting to your surroundings, kind of making your life easier. Okay. Being in a new place. Okay. By adopting some of the norms that are there, but you don't fully abandon your culture. Yeah. Like your core. Okay. <laughs> we say our culture. We have, what culture do we have? No, no, no. I just mean if I, you're, I'm you're, speaking as an ambiguous I got you, you. Not I got us, you. I got you. You. So like this doesn't really, that's why I said, might, yeah, yeah. unless we're indigenous in a place where people have colonized sure. or a minority, sure. we're not going to experience this in this way. Okay. Typically. Okay. 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 So. 
Typically, the minority group will adapt certain practices of the majority that are not originally in their own culture in order to better engage in their new environment. Sure. I kind of just explained that. This will occur without abandoning important parts of their cultural identity. Yes. Okay. So the first known use of this term, a little bit of history for you, was in a report for the U.S. Bureau of Ethnology. I don't, do we still have that? I don't know. But it was in 1880, which is kind of shocking. Wow. Uh, when John Wesley Powell identified it as a psychological change that occurs within a person due to cultural exchange uh, as a result of extended contact between different cultures. It's almost just like gradually you are going to kind of adopt some of these behaviors. Sure. Now, remember this for later, okay? Immigrants who experience acculturation can experience a level of culture shock that causes financial emotional and mental stress, anxiety, family tension, and language barriers. The stress of this culture shock can manifest as mood disorders and anxiety. So the fact that you are going through this transition. Yeah, that makes total sense. Of having to adapt to something that is literally foreign to you. Yeah. um, And in some cases with um, colonization, it's being forced upon you. Yes. It's going to cause some physical issues. Sure. Okay. So. Although they are different, here's the second A word, acculturation can lead to assimilation. I was going to say assimilation. Acculturation is typically a two-way process of cultural exchange. So you're going to kind of, um, you're going to keep your own mm. and you're going to share it with others. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's, it's a two-way street. Assimilation, however, is a one-way process. Robert E. Park and Ernest W. Burgess focus their research and theories on the outcome of assimilation. Now, I know I'm talking a lot about um, stuff that I clearly didn't just come up with myself. I will list all of the YouTube videos yeah. that I watched and gained this information from in the description so that you can um, watch them yourselves and get a more well-rounded understanding if you want. But I'm just highlighting the points that I think are going to connect to my overall point at the end. Okay. Okay. Sure. Assimilation occurs when the original culture of the person or group is changed completely okay. or wholly abandoned by the person or group and the new culture is adopted in its place. Hmm. So acculturation is where like, okay, I'm going to adopt some of these things, but I'm still going to like keep my, yeah. my cultural identity. Sure. Assimilation? Nope. Completely gone. You don't have any of your cultural identity anymore. Oh, that's so sad. You, uh, I know. You fully adopted the beliefs, values, um, behaviors. I'm sure in a lot of uh, instances that's not fully there what they want, maybe? Well, yeah, it's almost like, like a means we, of survival. Yeah, like, and what we talked about um, with the residential schools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I was trying so hard to think of what the word is, yeah. but yeah. So they'll assume the behaviors, values, rituals, and beliefs of their new environment. Yeah, to survive, literally. Right, which is why in the example that they used in the video was um, if you look at a third-generation Vietnamese-American versus Mm -hmm. um, someone who is Vietnamese living in Vietnam, they're going to be very, very different. Sure. Um, Although they had the same cultural identity, like they came from the same place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey guys, we know that we're discussing a pretty heavy topic right now, but we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? 
or afford them? Try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapists can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or... Or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Ladies and Tangents is sponsored by Claritin. Luckily for those that live with symptoms of allergies, you can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. I will tell you, it's so funny because in my household, Corey recently was like, I think I'm getting a cold. I'm getting a cold. I'm getting another cold. I'm like, hey, babe, I think you have allergies. I think maybe you just need to pop one of these pills. And guess what? All of his symptoms went away. I'm like, "Mm, I don't think it's a virus. I think it's just weeds. (laughs) And I also know that whenever I go to Sierra's house, my allergies kick into place because of a certain pet. (laughs) So true. And thankfully, I'm able to enjoy all my time there. Now, just after I take a little Claritin D, clears me right up. All my (laughs) symptoms are just like, what cat? (laughs) Claritin D's fast symptom relief starts working on allergies with nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. Get non-drowsy relief for allergy symptoms with Claritin D. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful release is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Assimilation, which I, this is how I knew assimilation. Um, it's actually also a form of childhood development. Okay, yes, that is where I've heard that. Yes. Okay. So an example of assimilation in childhood development would be um, there's something called a schema. Okay. Okay, a schema is basically like a, a umbrella, a generalized topic that you would group things into. Sure. Okay. Again, so I think I remember this. If a child has a schema for a dog, yes. the criteria f- to meet that schema to be a dog would be furry, yeah. four legs, tail yes so now any animal that they see that is furry four leg tail okay that's a dog oh my god that's my <laughs> my daughter right now yeah. has this little chicken thing that she plays with and she calls it a penguin 
Because she thinks it's a penguin. She goes, oh, penguin. And I was like, that is a chicken. And she's like, penguin. Yeah, <laughs> it's a penguin. She's in that developmental yes. stage. And that's yes, why. Is. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this or you feel like some type of way when your kid calls somebody else mama yes. or somebody else dada. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a concept of actual relationships yet. Yeah. You just fit the criteria of, of, a, some, mama. of a mama and a dada. Hey, can I derail go you for, for a it. second to tell you a funny story hey, i never stopped derailing you please go ahead <laughs> that's true okay we so, are switching roles i i don't know if i've told this story i'm sure i've told it to you i'm not sure if i've told it on the podcast but my son when he was a baby baby okay my grandpa used to come over and he would hold him like this and he would go la 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 yes, okay yes so he did that to him all the time so, to the point where my son started calling him Lala. Every time mm-hmm. he saw him, he was Lala. Because he so associated was, that with him. Yes. Yeah. So it was grandma and Lala. Then when Noah's about two or three, we go to my cousin Kyle's football game. Yep. Okay. And it, he, they made the playoffs. So we were like in a place. Yep. It was, it was high energy. Lots of noise and mm-hmm. stuff happening. And I was like, look at that, Noah. Did you see? They just made a touchdown because everyone's freaking out. And he goes, I would see, but this Lala sitting in front of me. <laughs> Or I wish I could see, but this Lala said it. It was just an old man. Yeah, so he fit the criteria <laughs> of a Lala. Like, that's that's a Lala, right? Yes, there. that's funny. So funny, that's I'm exactly like, it. If this poor man in front of me doesn't know what is happening, he's just thinking my son's calling him a Lala. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know why, but I'm offended. That is a sweet diss. Yeah, it is kind of right. <laughs> We're gonna go back. Are you okay. ready? In the instance of cultural assimil- assimilation, okay. okay. Only trace elements at most are left behind of the original culture. Oh, that's so sad. It's so sad. And yeah. and it can cause the same kind of issues sure. with, you know, uh, anxiety, depression, um, interpersonal relationships with your mm-hmm. family. There's, there's um, places of work that can actually fire people or require them not to speak anything other than English. And oh. there are certain schools that have eliminated... Um, Second language learning. Oh, I hate that. It's gross. That is gross. It's gross. And also, why? Why? Being bilingual, I hate... uh, That is like the most frustrating thing when I see Mm -hmm. any kind of videos online of somebody berating someone for speaking broken English or Uh not speaking English at all when they can. Mm -hmm. And I want to be like, hey, that person knows two languages, you idiot. And you don't... You know one. Barely. And you're not speaking it that well. Yeah. You don't know proper English. So who are you to tell them who knows two Mm -hmm. full languages? I feel like we should, especially because grammar and languages is so vastly different. um, But I feel like we should talk about code switching at some point. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember this. Remember I I told you to remember something from uh, acculturation. (laughs) Okay. That was, what did I tell you to remember from acculturation? Here's pop quiz. Anyone remember? Because I don't. <laughs> it was that people who experience that level of culture shock yeah. are going to experience stress. Yes, yes, anxiety. yes. Okay, so okay, it's okay. basically like when you experience it's a shock to your system to have to change parts of yourself to fit. I into would say places. with assimilation, also, you're probably getting that generationally because mm-hmm. there's it's just passed like down a, then. And it's a loss of identity almost. Yep. Who am I? Yep. So. This is directly quoted from the video, Acculturation versus Assimilation, by um, Philo Notes on YouTube. And again, everything literally is coming from YouTube because I can't read. read. <laughs> and, I, and I won't. So the word assimilation means to make similar, 
Mm-hmm. And at the end of the process, the person or group will be culturally indistinguishable from those culturally native to the society into which it is assimilated. You're indistinguishable because yeah. no one really can tell because you've been forced to fit into this <sighs> certain mold. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yucky. It's yucky. Third A. Are you ready? Assimilation is both a process and an outcome. Okay. So assimilation can be an outcome of acculturation, like acculturation leads to assimilation. So yeah, that's why sense. it's an outcome. Sure. But it's also a process because you you slowly over time yeah. assimilate. Again, I'm sure it's not something that can happen overnight, obviously. No, because it's a lot of un being unlearning who you are. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like abandoning your entire cultural identity is yeah. gonna take time. Yeah. And I can imagine that in the amount of time that it's going to take for that to happen. You're going to go through a lot of feelings, a lot of fuckery internally. Yeah, that's that's putting it mildly. Yeah, it's common among immigrant populations that seek to blend in with existing uh, the existing fabric of society. The the process can be quick or gradual unfolding over years, depending on the context and circumstances. It's also very frustrating why I feel we have like this thought in America that you need to be more American means you need to be white. Yep. You need to be more not anything that's, yep. which is insane because we are a melting pot and that's like they, what we're supposed to be. The, if, I, if you look up videos that have to do with this, melting pot is something that like was on a lot of the thumbnails because yeah. they're like, uh, if you're melting something down, you are getting rid of it. Getting rid of it its, is, original, yeah, its original do, form. I do hate that mm-hmm. because I feel like. Which is that why there's was, pushback. That was a um, term that people were like, I love it. We're a melting pot. All different kinds of people. And then it was like, but I want to I want to squeeze out every bit of originality and where you came from out of you so that you can fit this mold that is essentially me, yep. European American or whatever. You know whatever. what's so funny is you have no idea where this is going, but everything you're saying applies. <laughs> really? Yeah. Awesome. Third A. Ready? It's because I feel like right now, I'm sorry. I feel like you and I are on a real like wavelength mm-hmm. i feel like we're riding that same brave brave <laughs> brain wavelength brain train yeah brain train <laughs> gang gang <laughs> whatever <laughs> so the third a is here's a here's a word okay acclimatization okay okay so typically you know how the other two were typically talked about in a regard to like culture and mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. okay this is typically discussed in regards to acclimating to high altitudes with limited oxygen. Right. I was like, this feels like that's a weather thing. <laughs> yeah. So there's some Confused level. how this is going to fit in. <laughs> we'll get there. There's some level of training and prep that goes into preparing to go into places of high altitude. Okay. Like people oh, have to, to physically fucking train. Hey, we're bringing it back to Mount Everest. Exactly. I could never so, do that. I get winded walking up my stairs. <laughs> Honestly, same. <laughs> and that's why in Colorado they sell air. Do they really? Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't know Little that. Little cans of air. Okay, up in the Rockies. What do you do, do you? I don't oh, know. <laughs> I don't know. I never do that. How do you adjust it? You just suck it in? I don't know. You smoke it? <laughs> I don't know. I never I'm su- high on air, dude. <laughs> I don't know if it's like an inhaler. That would make sense. That would make the most sense. But for me, I'm just thinking about cracking open a cool can of air. <laughs> yeah. You got to put it on a spoon and light it on fire, I think. Oh, no. <laughs> you make it a rock. <laughs> you eat it. Uh, no. There's some level of training and prep that goes into uh, making sure that your body doesn't experience 
pretty severe fucking symptoms yeah. um, that yeah. come from death, a lack of oxygen. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the symptoms of not preparing to acclimate to the vastly different landscape that we're not necessarily initially designed for are headaches, mm-hmm. dizziness, mm-hmm. nausea, hyperventilating. And because these symptoms are literally born out of a lack of oxygen. Do you think that's what happened when I smacked my head? <laughs> I just went to a different climate really quickly. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Or it's because you had a lack of oxygen and red to blood brain. cells. Yeah. I think I had a concussion. Yeah. For sure. Well, the experience you know can be lethal, so that's good. Well, and the great <laughs> thing about me was I went to bed immediately after. Yep, and, and I knew I should have. No. Did Corey wake you up every two hours? No. Oh. Did He's your baby? such a bad nurse. Yes, she did. Okay. She's keeping her mother alive <laughs> yes hey give that baby a degree it's ki- kicking <laughs> it was a uh, by kicking me in mm. the stomach so but hey, hey whatever, whatever it takes that's what i'm saying yep so this sounds dramatic being like it could kill you nobody can but it can you can experience pulmonary and cerebral edema which is swelling in your lungs and your brain from too much fluid what yeah which now I, this is what I literally wrote. Now I've guaranteed Sierra will never go hiking with me. <laughs> I literally won't. <laughs> Say less. Like, I I'm going to have edema. I'm not going. <laughs> no, I'm not going. So, hey, I may have a high t- pain tolerance, but I'm also a bitch when it comes to worrying. I'm a yeah. worrier. Yeah. So your body will uh, react by overcompensating and trying to push through with whatever stamina you believe that you have. Adrenaline. But ultimately, the environment is not conducive for your body to do well. So eventually, it won't. You die. In fact, you can push through. You're pushing through like your attempt to push through can lead to literal tissue necrosis <gasps> because of the lack of oxygen. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. So, I don't love that. No. No. And I wouldn't. Mm-mm. Now, you might be wondering, Jerry, how the fuck does this pertain to us? I would like What's, to. How do these even connect to one another? The first two, okay. But the third one, what the yeah. fuck? Okay. Maybe you're not moving to a different country. You know, maybe you don't identify as a minority and you're certainly not going to hike at an altitude that is going to necrotize your tissue. But I'll say never say never, first of all. But second of all, just because you don't identify with any of these doesn't mean that it's not important to understand the experience of another. And third, I'm about to build a bridge, people. Okay. A bridge of understanding. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) what i need you to know what i need you to know is that one of two things is about to happen okay i'm either going to get an honorary doctorate from a college okay from some kind of a university or someone's going to send me an article and say that this has already been done and i'm going to like get some kind of cease and desist i don't know but one of those two things is going to happen the bridge I believe these three A's will help you identify whether or not you're in a toxic relationship. <gasps> oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these we were looking at is the world at large or how your body is going to physically react to being in an environment that it was not designed to be in. Sure. Okay. I'm going to now discuss how I think you can use this information to ask yourself some questions to see if maybe you are in a situation where you are abandoning yourself. Wow. And putting yourself in a situation that is slowly killing you. Oh my God. I know. You make me get emotional. (laughs) 
I'm going to get a doctorate. I'm going to get a doctorate. That's it. No need for no need for any kind of master's courses or anything. Straight to PhD. I feel like I feel like the connection I made in my brain, I was like, "Oh my god." Mm. Okay, because something something that I've been saying to myself. Well, and I would like to say this is not to minimize everything else. Oh, um, uh, oh 100%. Because that part is imp- like really fucking important as well. Well, yeah, and like that's the reason I wanted to include as as much as I did with um, you know, minorities and and, and assimilating and losing the idea of losing your culture and how that can affect you because like that is real and people do need to know about that. Yeah. We didn't have to go into that in order for me to connect it to toxic right. relationships. Yeah. But what I want to do also in this is and the reason I wanted to build the bridge. Yeah. And a bridge needs two sides. It's very important that we had that first half. But people who don't have a cultural identity that they feel is threatened by a right. majority could maybe now put themselves in it, use a little yes. bit of empathy. Yes. To, to understand. understand. Well, that is, that is a really good way to try to understand something that you might be like, I don't know. Is it that bad? If you're not put directly in those shoes, I- I'm not trying to t- tell people one way or the other, but yeah. I would say for me, I love my empathy because I think sometimes I get riled up about things that maybe people are like, okay, settle down. Yeah, relax. It's not your fight to fight. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like it is because I feel like I'm an empathetic person and I'm literally putting myself in those shoes in my own way. And, and maybe I a, shouldn't. But, but that's a skill. That yeah. Being able to put yourself in the experience of another is a skill that not everyone has. Yes. And not everyone is capable of. Yeah. So building these bridges, building these connections to understand, okay, I can connect this yeah. to something that I do know what okay, that's like. I love like. it. Yes. Now I can maybe better understand, give grace to someone, give space to someone that I maybe wouldn't have otherwise. Yes. That makes sense? I really like that because um, I just didn't want what. I was worried about is that somebody would hear two white people and be like, oh, they're <laughs> great. Now you're taking away <laughs> over this thing that was for no what we are going through. And that's what I didn't want right. to do. And so that's I'm glad why, that you. you well, and that's why if if I didn't lose you at the beginning, that's why I said learning about this is going to help you understand something that you may never experience in your life. Totally. By showing you how it connects to something that you probably have. Yes. 100%. So that's the point. I love it. Okay, keep going. Okay. So. I just really wanted to No, I think that. that's important mm-hmm. I, because I know I know why I was doing it's, it. Yeah. And I'm also talking really fucking fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know sometimes then our messages can get kind of not lost, but mm. like I think that if we don't overstate, sometimes people can be like I'm well, yeah. going to draw my own conclusion here yeah, yeah, and yeah. immediately it's bad. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how do you feel so far now that I've done this pivot? Really good. I I feel like I'm learning a lot. You are? I really, I really, yeah. Pop quiz, what are the three A's? Acclamation is one. 
acclimat- acclimatization? acclimatization? Yes. Okay, that was a lot. Acclimatization, I, yeah. assimilation, acculturation? Yes. Yay. Look at you. <laughs> I wanted to say ass anal apple butter cheese so bad. And it's okay. You're like, that one stuck immediately. <laughs> that one did stick. That uh, one is going to be with me for years. <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you remember the three things that I wanted you to remember or the two that I said remember for later? At the the um, physical symptoms? Physical symptoms was one. Yes. Um, and then I gave a list of physical symptoms. For the and, acclimatization? Uh-huh. Yeah, the and headaches, then, the- for assimilation, it was. Um, oh my god! You asked me to remember so many things. You know my short-term memory I doesn't know. work that and well. Honestly, so is mine. <laughs> because, like, what did I even say? <laughs> We're just doing our best out here. I actually did tell my mom that I would like to go to the doctor and get my some kind of brain something done mm, because I was mm-hmm. like, I am Scan. concerned about my short-term memory. Because I said something to you the other day. No, it was to my sister. See, I'm already. And she goes, "Hey." You just told me that 30 seconds ago. And I was like, what? She's like, you just said that. I was like, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that's how I felt when we were camping and you were like, you've already asked me if I wanted chocolate. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? Huh? So I wanted you to remember that you can experience um, anxiety. Like yes. you can have a difficulty within your own family. You can have the culture shock of it all um, can cause a, a lot of mental health issues um and that was acculturation assimilation what i wanted you to remember is that the person or group will culture will become indistinguishable aha okay i see where that one's going from the person that they assimilated with yes or the culture yep oh man okay and then the third one was the what the actual symptoms in someone's body is when they are in an environment that is not conducive (sighs) to them oh shit this is getting my fucking (laughs) shit tingling (laughs) i like it okay 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 i'm following you the bridge of the three a's i believe is gonna help you identify whether or not you're in a toxic relationship and this can be platonic familial romantic it does not have to be one specific thing totally it is these are questions that you can ask yourself with anybody in your life social relationship you have a co-worker a boss So I think it's important to say that it is normal to an extent for you to be in close community with someone and have a relationship with them Mm -hmm. and share your experience with them. Yes. You might um, adopt some values or behaviors of them, start saying the same words that they do, start finding like similar interests because ultimately we're different people. I would say that we we have said he's made me we've. Our levels of goof have been like, just really, we Heightened. squared them. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I would say, because you and I have been around each oh other. Oh my God, yeah. I start saying stuff that you've said. Yeah, same. And so like, that's natural to some degree. Yes. And I think that acculturation to some degree is not wholly bad because... It's just like kind of immersing yourself in a different culture while still keeping yourself yes yes okay now when it transitions and leads to assimilation is when uh it becomes a problem okay so i think we could agree to some degree acculturation in a relationship can represent a form of like healthy compromising Mm -hmm. or showing support for the other's differences sure uh the important part is to assess just how much you're acculturating compared to the other person oh yes ask yourself (laughs) 
ask yourself, am I losing myself? Mm-hmm. Am I abandoning my values, my behaviors, my beliefs to make the other person happy? Yep. Am I changing who I am to fit here? Mm-hmm. Just like someone who would come from another country having to change to now fit into a completely different society. Yeah. A mold that they were already, it was kind of predetermined for them and you must do it right. or else. Right. Uh, because society is not going to change mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what, that's where we get the toxic people saying like, if you don't like it, then leave, blah, blah, blah. But I would argue that that's something as well that, that you would hear. Uh, I've heard that. I've yes. literally heard that. in And again, it's so funny that you've now connected the two because that is something that was kind of it's hey, the greatest place on earth. It's and it's you're it's free than to everyone leave. else. If you yeah. don't like it, you're free to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not keeping you here. Go then. Yeah. You're not going to go anywhere though that's better than here. Yeah. And I'll make sure you know that. Yep. So are you doing it to make them happy or to receive love or safety or security, access to things from this person? Mm-hmm. And just how much of yourself are you abandoning? Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between compromising and growing because change is inevitable. It should be a part of your life, Mm -hmm. but abandoning yourself Mm -hmm. shouldn't. Yeah. I would say that there were parts of me that were still abandoned in the beginning. We got a lot of answer thank you so much everybody by the way for the feedback yeah we joke sometimes and we say leave it in the comments below but you really do and then it's yeah so it's nice it's really nice it feels like we're having a conversation with you then yes yeah so i think one of the biggest things that i heard for myself was confidence yeah um, and gaining like somebody said you're louder now and mm-hmm. not just like in how you voice things, yeah. but also like physically you're louder. <laughs> well, that is partially because of where we are. But, but yes. even when I, re- I listened to when we were in the basement yep. before you had forest, like when you were pregnant, yep. slash just, it, it's still quieter than yes. what I am yes. now. And I think um, a big portion of myself was still shut down mm-hmm. from my previous relationship and even though it was like I thought that I was growing I was I was but God does it take time to like relearn yourself well imagine I'm gonna go back the remember the bridge has two sides yeah so again I think it's important to connect even these parts back oh imagine you're someone who has come to a different country and then you've kind of re-found your cultural identity and you're like, you know what? I don't want to abandon that. I want to, I want to reclaim that. Yes. How difficult is it for you Mm. to reclaim those parts of Mm -hmm. you without people like judging you? you. Yes. And so like the, the mental gymnastics and like the, again, re-culture shock. You know, what's so funny is I, I was like, maybe we shouldn't do this because I was worried about that. And then I thought, well, everything you're saying, I get it. But truly, I wasn't able to feel it the way I'm feeling it right now until you just made made the connection. connection. So I am very happy you did this because I'm like feeling it in my chest now. And it's allowing me to really be able to empathize and almost I'm like sick for them. I'm Mm -hmm. sick that this is 
how people have are like well, forced yeah. to live. Not not only immigrants, but also like indigenous people. Yes. Who someone just showed up and they're like, Yeah, forget your culture, forget everything that you believe is oh, true and now sick. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can picture you can picture the person who did it to you. Yes. Yes. And I how think how that made you feel. Yes. I think all of us I think that's kind of how we have connected as a community is all of us have a person like that. Mm -hmm. And so I think if you can put that person's face on the government, on society, Mm -hmm. on the oppressive systems, Mm. it can help you realize just how harmful they truly are. God damn. Again, I've been snapping so much for Jerry because (laughs) she's been doing a lot of like, We've been together so much the past week, yeah. and there have been so many moments where I'm like, "That was slam poetry, babe." That well, was I don't know if people like, know this, but like, I used to fucking speak, speak. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you I, are a teacher. I am. Yeah. Yeah. In your core. <laughs> and I used to listen to my dad give pregame, um, like speeches in the locker room and at halftime pep pep them up and like i remember how the room changed when he would connect something yes that wasn't initially connectable yes yeah yeah and it was like it was electric you yeah. felt that oh my god i get it now yes and i've <sighs> always admired that about him and always wanted to do that yeah in everything i've ever done yeah. so Hey guys, we know that we're discussing a pretty heavy topic right now, but we are going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in, but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone. And this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun, it's sustainable, and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like, or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, I don't think that's for me, but there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code tangents 20 just go to n-u-u-l-y.com that's newly with two u's and enter the code tangents 20 and sign up to get 20 dollars off your first month that's n-u-u-l-y.com newly with two u's with code tangents 20 newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes did you hear that that's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. 
spring vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust and one six pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's a important information to have. <laughs> so true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. <laughs> have some. Seriously, but it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Back at it. Uh, b- back at my um, application for an honorary doctorate. <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> so, again, if you're not sure if you are experiencing this, ask yourself, am I getting headaches? Mm. Am I experiencing dizziness, nausea, or struggling to breathe when I feel like I'm reaching a relational altitude that I was never meant to experience? I was having actual seizures seizures mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I couldn't figure out nobody could figure out where they were coming from mm-hmm. and I think it was just that I was in a state where I was never meant to be and I was panicking because I had, remember I had a loss of oxygen or something there was so much stress and adrenaline happening and because you were trying to push was, through remember yes. remember what happens if yes. you're trying to acclimatize and you yes. are trying to push through without the my Proper body was training. like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yep. Shut it down. Yeah. So ask yourself, am I acclimatizing and trying to push through these symptoms despite the negative response my body is having to the exposure of it? Damn. I'm so fucking guilty of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was living with a panic disorder mm-hmm. that I didn't know that I had. Mm-hmm. I could never fucking breathe Mm -hmm. i had migraines i couldn't eat i was nauseous and and if you want to find an excuse you'll find one yeah but i think it's important to reflect on what you're surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. what is your physical environment Mm -hmm. and is it is it more than just the food you're eating and the lack of walks you're taking yeah i think it's it's maybe time to Understand that that physical symptoms can also come from people. Yes. Yes. And being surroundings, being in close proximity to them. You don't just have you don't just experience these things at high altitudes. You experience them when your nervous system is heightened. And if you are near someone who makes that happen. Often enough, you're going to necrotize yourself and you're going to fucking die. (laughs) No, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> that part. Hey, doctors, if you're know. listening to give her her PhD, cut that last yeah, cut, Ignore that part. That was just a joke. That was just a jokey joke. But you can ask yourself, am I even meant to push through this? Is mm. this? Because I think there's some people, me, hello, who are like, 
I I can do that. I can do hard things. I can push through. Yeah. I have determination. But should but I? Should I? Should I? Should I, Sierra, when you're having seizures? <laughs> Is that something that we're just like, yeah. you know what? I think that that's probably a problem. And we'll figure it out eventually. Mm-hmm. But like, I can do this. I can do hard things. And again, why should you, though? Going back to the other side of the bridge, I have friends who are really, really struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Viewing the world and what's happening to people who look like them, people who they call family. And what they said to me is, I'm tired of pretending. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of, of pretending to give a shit. Yeah. Like mental health matters when people in my country are not afforded it. Mm. And so for him, it feels like he's abandoning himself mm-hmm. by trying to fit in in a society that could never understand what he's going through. Oh, totally. So I want to keep going back to, on both sides of the bridge to understand like that it's not just you can feel like you're in physical pain by being in an environment that just isn't built to understand you. Yes. But you can also feel it if you are in an environment with a person who doesn't who, want to understand you. Yep. Doesn't care to. Yep. If I build up stamina and push through, do I believe that I'll be able to handle more despite knowing that parts of me are dying in the process? Because that's what was happening when the people were acclimatizing and they were pushing through and they were trying and trying and trying to go further. I can I can work through this. Parts of them started, started to, to slowly die. die. And what parts of you started to slowly die when you thought you could push through? Mm-hmm. And if you can't see it, ask a close friend Mm because I bet they can. Yep. A hundred percent. Here are some more questions. I think think asking questions is important. I think giving you prompts is important because only you can answer those. And it is not something. I'm so sorry. You said only you. And I was like, can prevent forest (laughs) fires. God damn it. My ADHD doesn't stop even when we're being serious. Okay, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but you're the only person who can answer these questions yes. for yourself. And um, I don't want to just speak from personal experience because my experience doesn't look like your experience. 100%. And even listening to this, maybe you're not picturing a person. Maybe you're picturing an establishment. Maybe you're picturing society. Maybe you're picturing parts of your identity that were erased by a culture who refused to accept it and embrace it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's that's why I'm I'm giving lots of prompts and not so much like facts. I don't know. Have I assimilated these ups and downs and these visceral internal reactions to what love is? Mm. Have I completely lost sight of who I was in the beginning and become withdrawn from everyone and everything that I once knew in order to fit into the environment with this person? Mm -hmm. So remember, acculturation leads to assimilation. In the beginning of toxic relationships, yeah, maybe maybe it looks like compromising. Mm Mm-hmm. And then by the end of it, you are just an extension of the person Mm -hmm. navigating the world through them. Yeah. Yeah. Because compromise isn't compromise when that person knows what the end goal needs to be and you are afraid of that person. Right. And, And do you believe that assimilating, abandoning all parts of yourself, 
to stay in that relationship and mm-hmm. to make that person happy, that that's what love is. Mm. That if you stop, then you don't love them. Mm. If you stop, then you must not care. Yep. That's a, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. How do you not lose your place a thousand times? I really do. Okay. <laughs> I normally really do. <laughs> Have I started to adopt communication styles and behaviors that aren't true to me to be able to withstand the landscape of this relationship? The reason I bring this up mm. is because of re what's it called? Reactive abuse. Yes. Oh my God. The amount of times that I could tell myself that I almost deserved it or that I was just as bad. So like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who am I to say anything? Cause I'm just as bad here. And the reason was now I you know assimilated. After being with a healthy person who I can have a healthy connection with. I was reacting quickly because I knew like I, I always use the Chihuahua thing. Mm-hmm. I was Chihuahuas sometimes scare the fuck out of me. Oh, okay? for sure. I love them. They're so cute. But they have to have that <laughs> because they're really fucking small. Yeah. And if they if they don't have that, they're going to get annihilated. Yeah. Okay. Because they're tiny and yep. they're really cute. And you could. That's their honestly, defense mechanism. If I squeeze their head hard enough. <laughs> okay, Lenny. <laughs> I'm just saying, it wouldn't be, I couldn't in, do that to a pit bull. I'm in full teacher mode. <laughs> I'm going to Mice and Men references. So, I used to say that I developed a bad habit. And I told this to Corey in the beginning of our relationship because I was like, I know that this is something that, that is wrong with me that I need to fix. Because when a confrontation starts to escalate, I will skip the communication if voices are raising or if I feel like I'm being backed into a corner, mm-hmm. my chihuahua will come out yep. and I'll just start being mean. Yes. And like, like almost like, <laughs> I'll yeah. fucking bite if you come near me. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, don't corner me. Whoa, what's happening? Why are you being like this? And I'm like, I'm the, I feel like I was being the abuser now. But that's because you assimilated, you adopted communication styles and behaviors of someone you were around in close proximity Mm -hmm. that made you feel like, I got to do this or I don't survive this. And yes, yes, 100%. And what I want to say is that when I realized it and was called out on it, I quickly changed Mm -hmm. it to better myself because I knew I'm not trying to justify that in any way. And I don't want people to think that like, oh, because it was so easy for me. For my abuser to say, well, his parents were blah, 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 blah. And that's why he is the way he is. Find justification in it. Don't. That's not what I'm saying here. I'm not saying that you should be with someone who was just in an abusive relationship and let them abuse you. Yeah. Don't put your foot down. Put a boundary down. Say, hey, if you're going to keep speaking to me like this, I'm not going to be here for it. Right. Because that's what Corey did. And guess what? I changed. Yep. I had to do a lot of internal reflection, but I did it. And because you have to you have to prove to yourself that you're safe now and you don't need that coping skill. Mm-hmm. Because, again, I don't remember I what want to see him hurting. Right. That wasn't my plan. Because that's not who you are. No. That is not your identity. No, that is something you adopted. It made me sick when I when I saw the pain on his face because of what I'd said. And I was like, oh, my God, I hurt you for no reason because mm-hmm. you raised your voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's horrible. Yep. But that's why I like doing these things. I like to be vulnerable. People, that is a comment we get a lot. And I would like to pat us on the back for this whole thing mm-hmm. and being vulnerable because 
people could take that out of context, put it on the internet, and we yep. could get annihilated for saying the things we do, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Out of context, for sure. Yeah, and I, I, it's something that I'm not proud of. I'm not saying it in a way, but it could be construed as that right. sometimes when we say it, if we don't over-explain. Mm-hmm. And so... But again, I mean, we've said before, it's very hard to help someone want to change uh, something that they feel shame about. Exactly. If, if you, you don't... If you're still shaming it? Yes. Yeah. So again, I asked a lot of questions. I hope you were journaling. Um, if not, <laughs> rewind it. But <laughs> hopefully your memory's not as bad as ours. I can't answer these for you. Um, again, I'm trying to build a bridge of understanding of others and of yourself. Mm-hmm. This is me asking you to do some self-reflection, which I think, again, not everyone's capable of doing. And See just how far across mm-hmm. the bridge mm-hmm. you've gone mm-hmm. and how much of you you dropped mm-hmm. along the way mm-hmm. because it's never too late to turn back and pick those pieces up. Ooh. Um, <laughs> if you want to, because sometimes stuff is better left on the ground. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like the reactive abuse part. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, you're allowed to bolt like a snake. You are. Snake. You can shed parts of you that don't fit anymore. However, I want you to really ask yourself again. You're asking yourself so many questions. You're going to feel like you're interrogating yourself. I love it. I love to interrogate myself. There's <laughs> nothing I do more. Did I have to let go of people and personality traits and hobbies mm. and dreams and plans mm-hmm. to fit into a space that was designed to make you continuously shrink? It's mm. an Alice in Wonderland thing. Mm-hmm. Are you in this space that you are you were naturally too big for Mm -hmm. and whoever was putting you in that space made you be smaller and smaller and less and less and less Mm -hmm. it was never going to stop shrinking nope you have to get out you have to or else yeah they're making you small for a reason because you intimidate them because you threaten them because you're powerful and you deserve to step into that power Mm -hmm. and that applies that applies so fucking much yeah to every different culture Mm -hmm. every different uh, trans people, um, gay people, like anyone in the LGBTQIA plus community, um, black people, indigenous people, like everyone. That applies to everyone. Mm-hmm. They try to keep you small because it benefits them. Yes. And you are powerful and they know that mm-hmm. because you know yourself mm-hmm. and that scares them. Mm-hmm. Damn. Teacher Jerry's here. I okay. Love it. Okay. I'm going to give you a homework assignment as if I didn't just give you a thousand questions to ask yourself. (laughs) I want you Mm -hmm. to write down five core character traits that you believe are who you are, who you want to be. Why is that the thing that's (laughs) not who you believe you are now, Mm -hmm. but who you want to be? You know, the reason why that's making me emotional um, is because I. Well, I'm thinking, I'm sorry, I'm taking the spotlight to myself. No, do it, do it. Jerry sent me, she got a bunch of home videos and she sent me a video of us when we were younger and there was like a play thing that we had to put on for school. I always got big roles in plays and I was always like confused because I'm like, I'm a shy, meek, timid Mm -hmm. little mouse. Why? And then I rewatched that. I was fifth grade Sierra. And I was so cute and so funny and so personable. Mm-hmm. And like I had 
I was like, look at her go. Mm-hmm. She's not even, she didn't seem shy Mm-mm. or nervous at all. And I had convinced, I, I remember texting you and being like, what happened to beat that out of me to where I thought that that wasn't who I could be, mm-hmm. that that wasn't who I am, mm-hmm. that I couldn't go in front of a stage of people right. and flourish because I was so afraid that I was going to like clam up and become a shell of a person because you were convinced that that's who you were yes yeah Mm -hmm. it's sad it is sad i don't know how that happened it's it happens in such small minuscule chips away little tiny chips erosion time yes it's not an earthquake it's not a mudslide it's erosion that all of a sudden you look back at yourself and you're like where did all these pieces go Mm -hmm. and how did i leave them behind yep so i'm so sorry no you're fine i I think that's important mm-hmm. because I think some people may only go back like to the beginning of their relationship, which is valid. Um, or, but going all the way back to childhood mm-hmm. and being like, this started early on mm-hmm. to almost make me ripe for the picking for yes. the uh, person that the person that yep. really did most of the damage. Mm-hmm. If you write those down and you believe that your actions aren't reflecting those traits, Ask yourself why. Mm, mm-hmm. What is standing in the way of that? Mm-hmm. Is it fear? Fear of being alone or struggling financially? Is it a belief that you're unworthy of better treatment or that you ultimately deserve the circumstances that you're in? Mm-hmm. Whatever has made you abandon yourself needs to go. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. No. They're because you've, assimil- you've assimilated yourself to yep. it. But you have to unlearn. You do. Because they're chains shackling you to a life that limits your experience, mm-hmm. ultimately. And a I know real... in certain situations, there are barriers. There's things that make this significantly more difficult sure. than, than just being able to walk away. Yeah. Um, you can't just like person boss your way out of shit no. all the time. Yeah. But I hope, I hope that this discussion can help you move in a direction which allows you to see your reflection more accurately. Give a real Mufasa moment. Wait, mm-hmm. remember, remember who you are. <laughs> yeah. 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 So that's all I have. Wow. Oh, that was good. Yeah. Fuck my thing. I, <laughs> I like this a lot. This was really good. Well, I, I told her I literally got out of the tub. And I went to my room and I was like, Brrr. I feel like the, the, when you have that aha moment, that's when you should capitalize on it. Because right. like things are fresh in your brain and you're like, and hang that's on, I'm having an epiphany that's right now. That's what I said to you. I was like, I could wait, but I feel like we shouldn't. No. I feel like I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Because it felt like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Because to me, I can, I can relate to things and I can understand things and I can almost like take away the emotion of stuff mm-hmm. if I look at it from like a science perspective. Yes. And that's kind of what this felt like. Sure. It's like, oh, okay, I can see science-wise, yeah. biological, like societal. I, I understand that like um, psychology and stuff is not biology and science but it is a science it is a science it's a social science exactly so it helps me to then quiet the voices that are telling me not to put boundaries up or make certain decisions Uh or honestly turn back on the bridge and go pick up what i should have never dropped hell yeah hell yeah fucking good job 
Thanks. That was a good one. Thanks, I'm really everybody. Happy. <laughs> so, I'm happy with where we are today. If too. you're happy, let us know. <laughs> and you know it. <laughs> clap Smash your- the like button. <laughs> <laughs> that part too. Clap your hands on the like button. <laughs> yeah. Clap your hands on the fives. Clap your hand five times on those five stars for the rating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Subscribe. If you have all the things, um, I do need to say this because I think it's important because it's in two weeks, Florida, Florida, (laughs) what the fuck? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but honestly, we, I know we keep saying it. It's very important to us. We are going on tour. Our first show is in two freaking weeks. I know. I'm starting to freak out, baby. But I'm really excited, really excited. I did see somebody on the Ladies and Fangits Facebook page because I lurk. I'm not going to lie to you. I lurk on there. (laughs) And someone was like, I have really bad social anxiety. Um, I'm really nervous to meet them. Like, how did anybody get through that? Because they have a meet and greet ticket. And I wanted to be like, hey, just so you know, we're also just as nervous. If that helps at all, just know that all. When you're shaking, when you hug us, we're also probably going to be yeah. shaking. <laughs> I just spilled my drink <laughs> like directly into your crotch. <laughs> oh my god, it looks like piss. It's fine. I have sweatpants over there. Thank God I leave my clothes here. <laughs> I have to start because I just keep wearing yours all the time. Um, okay. I can't wait to wear sweatpants with this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when we go to eat. Yep. That's gonna be fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, if you go to our website, if you go on any of our Instagram, any of those link trees, but you can also go to yep. ladiesandtangents.com. We have all of our shows available there. Click buy a ticket. We want to see you. I know that there's a where in Texas? Is it Houston? Yes. That has more mean greets still? Yes. We got meet and greet still available in one of our Texas places. So if you're in Texas <laughs> and you're look. wondering if it's yours, check it out. Yeah. Because I know we, we do still have some there. Um, And we're going to go eat and then we're going to come back, play more of this game. And if you want to hear that and some of the chit chat from this week, that will be on patreon.com slash ladies and tangents. Know. And if you made it here, fucking thanks, guys. Fucking we thank love you so, you so much. much. We love you. We love these episodes where we can do a self-reflection and we can also be vulnerable. And a projection. <laughs> yeah, we can be vulnerable enough to project on you. Mm-hmm. So thank you for allowing us a space where we feel safe enough to be able to do that. Because I don't know anywhere on the internet or in the world where I felt that before this podcast. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you to us. And thank you, us. <laughs> thank you, us. High five. <laughs> Sorry, I, I couldn't move. In. My whole crotch is wet. Bring it in, piss pants. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I got to go shed these pants because I no longer feel like they they serve me. Uh, we love you so much, guys. Thanks for hanging out. We'll see you next week. All right. We're out. Goodbye. That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. 
That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. 